Welcome to Found in Space, a science podcast for kids and teens. We have another superb question from Aria, who asks, how did Uranus get tipped on its side? And this is one of those big questions that we have been asking for centuries now. We have a few different ideas, and we're going to get into what those different ideas are. But we don't know yet what the correct answer is. Remember that science Being a scientist is a lot like being a detective. You're trying to solve a mystery and you've got to put all the clues together. So let's talk about what some of those clues are. Now, first of all, what do we mean when we say it's tipped on its side? Tipped compared to what? It's a really big ball, right? Well, it's tipped compared to the other main planets in the solar system. So if you think about the solar system, we've got the sun in the middle, right? And then there's a whole bunch of objects which are going around the sun. And for the most part, they're all going on close to the same plane. So you could think of it like the sun is a ball sitting on top of the table and the planets and asteroids and all of those things are marbles which are rolling along that table around the ball. I kind of like to think of it like Saturn and Saturn's rings. So early in the formation of the solar system, we think that the sun was in the middle and then there was this disk of material, lots of little pieces of stuff orbiting around the sun. And those little pieces came together over time and they started to get bigger and bigger and bigger and became planets. Now here's the thing. Everything was going in the same direction. So for the most part, in the solar system, all of the planets and the asteroids are all going around the sun in the same direction. And if we look from what we call north, and we look down from there, that's going to be counterclockwise. So that's the opposite of the way that the hands move on a clock. So it'd be like it's going from your left down underneath to your right, okay? Now, not only are things going around the sun, they're orbiting or revolving around the sun, they're also spinning or rotating around themselves. So Earth does this and it takes us about 24 hours to do this just once. And that's what our day is. So in planetary science, we usually call this a soul. So it's borrowed from from Mars, where we first started doing it, where we talked about Mars's day is one soul. It's one solar day. Now, for the most part, all of the planets are spinning in the same direction and they're up and down compared to the plane of the solar system. And this is just because they all formed from that same initial swirling disk that was going around the sun. As if it'd kind of be like, think about Saturn's rings. And if Saturn's rings started to clump together and form into planets, just like that, right? So compared to that, 
it seems like Saturn is tipped over on its side. Now, Earth is tipped a little bit. We're tipped about 23 and a half degrees, and that's what gives us our seasons. Now, some planets aren't tipped very much. They're mostly up and down, and they don't have much in terms of seasons. There's one planet which is really, really tipped. We think Venus is so tipped that it's actually turned all the way upside down. So the direction that was its top or its north when it was formed is now flipped all the way upside down and facing the other direction. That probably happened because Venus got hit by a really big impactor early in the solar system. So when the solar system was forming, there were probably a lot more things in the solar system. There were other planets and those planets, their orbits weren't very stable, so they would crash into each other sometimes. We think that happened with Earth and that's what made the moon. So for Uranus, the guess that we've had for a long time was, well, something probably hit Uranus and knocked it on its side. And that is the main explanation and the one that you'll hear the most. And whatever this object was, it probably was between one to maybe as much as three times the size of the Earth. And it would have been something made from ices. And when we say ices, we can mean water, but there are other types of compounds of chemicals that are considered ices as well, like methane and ammonia. And those over time probably wouldn't have stuck around. So the debris field, that disc that would have been left behind from that collision probably would have disappeared a long, long time ago. So that's our first idea of what happened. Maybe it got hit just like Earth or just like Venus did. Now, some planetary scientists think maybe it is much more simple than that. Maybe the tug from other bodies in the solar system, the gravity, which is pulling on it, just like the moon pulls on Earth and makes the tides on Earth, well, maybe some of the other planets like Neptune and Saturn from very far away have been tugging and tugging on Uranus and have, over time, tipped it on its side. That's the second idea. Now, just in the last few years, there was a new idea that was proposed. So some scientists think that maybe Uranus might have gotten tipped over because it gained a moon. Okay, so moons are other objects that go around planets, right? Now, sometimes moons can be really big and they can be their own planet, like our moon, right? And sometimes moons are really small and they're only a few kilometers or a few miles across and they're basically just like chunks of rock in space. Now, sometimes the moons form around the planet and sometimes they get captured. Uranus's neighbor, Neptune, has a moon like that. That's name is Triton. We think Triton formed as a dwarf planet orbiting around the sun all by itself, but it got too close to Neptune and got captured by Neptune. Now, the researchers think maybe something like that happened with Uranus, but it the way that its orbit was really kind of pulled Uranus off center right and it just pulled it over to the side and the interaction between their gravity of that moon 
pulling on Uranus, and Uranus pulling back on the moon caused it to flip over, to turn over. Not flip all the way like Uranus, but just like Venus, excuse me, but turn on its side. And then eventually that orbit was so unstable that it decayed. So it meant that the moon got closer and closer and closer until it crashed into Uranus. <laughs> now, these are three really different ideas, right? So we have some big planet just smashing into Uranus, knocking it over and getting destroyed. We have the gravity from other planets tugging on it and gently pulling it over over time. And then we have this moon coming into the system and instead of just smashing straight into Uranus, spiraling in and messing its tilt up over a long period of time before plunging into the planet and becoming part of Uranus itself. So how do we go about finding out which is right? Well, first, we have to match those ideas with the observations. So what do we notice about Uranus? So we see how Uranus is tipped over. And then we come up with ideas and we test them with computer models. So kind of like how you can do a game on a computer and see what happens, we can make models that try to imitate real life as best we can and see which of those models is closest to reality. Now, that's still really tricky because we don't know what things were like four and a half billion years ago. We've got to make guesses. We only know what things are like now because we can measure them and see them how they are today. But we have to guess what was it like in the past. Now, we have only ever visited Uranus once with a spacecraft because it's really far away. It's 20 times as far away from the sun as Earth is. And the only spacecraft to ever visit it was a mission called Voyager 2, which flew by. It actually flew by before I was even born. So some of your parents might have been alive when it flew by, but it's been a long time. It was long before you were born, probably. So we don't really know very much about this planet. And one of the ways that we could find out, that could help us find out which of these three ideas is correct, is if we send a mission back. And instead of having it be a flyby, where it just flies by and takes some pictures and then it's gone, we could have it be an orbiter. It could be a satellite around Uranus. And if we did that, we could use gravity to try and measure what was inside of Uranus. And if that's the case, we would be able to see if there was the remains of a moon that had crashed into it. Or maybe we'd find the remains of, or the signs of that first collision. Or if it wasn't there at all, that might suggest, hmm, maybe it was just the tides, maybe it was just gravity. So right now, we have these three ideas, and we're gonna keep working on trying to figure out which one was right. But if we could send a mission back, that would help us know even more. All right, Aria, I'm so glad you are continuing to enjoy the podcast. And thank you for sending us these amazing questions. And everyone listening, I'm so glad that you're here with us. And if you have any questions that you'd like us to talk about on the podcast, please have your folks send them into the email in the description box. As always, friends, I hope you have dark skies and remember to stay curious.